I love that one. <laughs> I'm just so going random. through like the uh, the dumb old like shorts and intros and shit we did when we used to be like hold on, hold on. So in in like a week and a half, I'm going to Mardi Gras. So oh fuck um, yes. And so I'm we're gonna re- we're gonna get replenished is what I'm, you're telling me. Oh, I'm gonna have such a plethora of good footage oh. and things. <laughs> the Dude, intros that- are gonna be epic again. That they're little gonna, de- that little DPI is like the greatest thing to ever. It it it's just so fucking good. It's the best. Like, uh, there's not a more useful, um, not a more useful tool. I don't think when it comes to media stuff. But I could it's be just, totally. It's so wrong. you you just it, it, Osmo Pocket. It's Osmo perfectly Pocket. named because it just fits in your pocket. You pull it out and you just you get all the good stuff. And it's made by Osmo. <laughs> Look at that fucking shit. All right. Yeah. We're back. It's Monday night. We've got Sam here. Say hi. So is it are you is it Airsoft Sam? Because it was Samtronics for a bit. Let's, is there let's like just a, go with Sam. Just Sam? Okay. All right. yeah. like, no. The Tronics thing has a, a interesting story to it. If you guys were interested, we could talk about it later. But mm-hmm. yeah, now it's yeah, just yeah. I guess like Airsoft or Sam for now. And then Okay. So it's it, it's it's under production. You you're figuring out something. Clever it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's that's got to be as somebody who doesn't have like a decent sized Instagram following, that's got to be a real bitch coming up with like a really interesting handle. If you want anybody to like, that's that's got to be a big part of catching on, right? Is having a decent handle. Well, also, you know, a lot of people are looking. So <laughs> if you change it to something that's like stupid, then I guess it's eye catching. But then you're gonna have that with you for a while. So yeah. it's like, gotta- do I? Is it good? Is it catchy? Like, there's so many different variables. See, see, punk, punk had it made, man. Oh, that's a good one. How did, got, I, have, how did I have it made? <laughs> the the PNW punk thing, man. You've got. I don't know why. It just for me that was. It's 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 succinct. It's fucking to the point. It gets your brand across. Somehow everything just kind of like fell into line. Just means so. I'm really smart. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, we'll oh go with that. God, we'll go. With All that. right. All right, all right, all right. So we've got a couple of like baseline topics. Uh, as always, this shit's going to derail and turn into a total shit show about let's go T minus 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> but before we get started with the main bullshit, Corey Punk, do you guys have anything fun? Any stories? Anything going on right now? No, going once. Um, no, I was snowed in all last week, so not a, not a whole lot of cool stuff going on. We had a, we had a little in. bit of ice. We had a it was fun because on the five minute drive or not even five minute two minute drive from here to my in laws to drop the baby off, uh, so they could watch him for a little bit for us and I could take a fucking nap. I counted eighteen stuck cars. <laughs> eighteen. It's less than a mile. It's less than half a mile. Like I put, I was smart about it. I like put because it was it was all eyes by that point. So like I put on four high on the truck and I just like creeped like five miles an hour. Yep. Not really having any problems, just like scrolling, rolling. And there was, I counted, there was like 18 stuck cars, just like fucking flashers on and shit everywhere, hazards on all sides of the road. And I'm at the stoplight and there's this car that's like gone into a pole and I've got toe straps and shit in the truck. Um, So I roll down the window and there's this paramedic like saying they're just like staring at this Uber delivery guy's car that's just like (laughs) beefed into this fucking guardrail. I'm like, you guys need straps or something? Like, can I help at all? And he like kind of looks over and he's like, no, he's like, but hold on a second. And he points and it's like something out of a movie. I look, I hear it first and I look off in the distance and I can hear the skid marks or I can hear the tires like skidding against the ice. This guy must be going like 40. 
and it's coming downhill and now he's trying to stop by like full blast hitting his fucking brakes and he, the, the fireman's just like this dipshit's not stopping and it comes down and like it like i'm here and in front of me he just goes full side drift sideways 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 right into the fucking stop <laughs> and i just drove off i was like wow that guy's fuck that dude just kept God on damn. going so nice. people being dumb has been a fun thing to watch by the end of like when I was coming back after picking him back up like five hours later, there was like just a whole gaggle of people like sitting out in lawn chairs with coffee and beer and stuff like watching people wipe out at this intersection. That gives you any idea. Like, I wonder how many a gaggle constitutes as like, <laughs> like six or more six or oh, okay. Six a or gaggle more. is six or more people. Mm-hmm. It's right. a gaggle is a gaggle is six or more. What's five or more. Five or more is a group. Okay. Um, Six or more is a gaggle. It kind of, it depends, it, and it depends very much on the constitution of that gaggle. Like, what is what is it made up of? I a hate the way you're so confident in your answers right now because really they're totally made up. There's yeah. nothing. There's you're, nothing true about a single you are freaking word. Absolutely you talking out of your ass. Yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> this is why you good at that was sales. a hypothetical. That was a re- more of a re- hypothetically rhetorical. I don't know. It wasn't mm. meant to be taken seriously. You no no look here's it's it's because in my head I appreciate you, which that then. Makes makes it fact right yeah <laughs> so it depends on the con- it depends on like what makes up the group the way i a- think is the only thing that matters if, if, it, if it's a if it's a group of like hillbilly rednecks i call them a gaggle if it's a group of you know like normal businessmen going somewhere i'll i don't know I'll call them a briefcase i'm running out of fucking ways to you gotta call them a gaggle too come yeah. on yeah it's <laughs> just a gaggle stay consistent six, six or more that's cole, it i'm gonna cole can sell it that's what he's good at yeah <laughs> speaking of sales slash marketing sam what do you do (laughs) um i do digital marketing for an electric vehicle manufacturer uh with a pretty specific focus in social media so like just posting every day um i came up with this video series where we kind of like interview employees um we go like behind the scenes of what it takes to like make a car put it into like the world and uh, it's a lot of like what I do day to day. So like, do you, do you work specifically for that company or is it just like you, like, are you contracted for advertising? How does that work? I'm employed specifically by this company. Okay. Um, I did contract for like a little while. Um, but just like they offered me something really competitive and I was like really in the mood to make some money. So yeah, mm-hmm. always in that, I'm always in that mood. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. that's it's amazing how incentivized you can be, especially if you're in something like beforehand that you didn't like, and they're offering you like almost the same amount of money, but way less bullshit, mm. or just that. way more money. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit. There's probably more bullshit than <laughs> me contracting and like getting to pick my jobs and figuring that out. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of what I do right now is, unfortunately, I would like to come up with more ideas than what I do get to a lot mm-hmm. of do is execution and maybe just I'm about one to say, you're, you're making sure it gets to where it needs to get to less like creating the process and whatnot. Right. Or like, yeah. Like if somebody's like, oh, I want to do a, a Facebook post about this equipment that just got to the factory. Even if I don't think that's necessarily on brand for them. Like if mm-hmm. they ask for it, I just do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And this is, is this also what you do for, for KWA? What, what is it that you do there? 
Um, for KWA, I just host. So okay, I just show host. up, we shoot it, <laughs> Easy. and then they Get take it. Back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they, they put it together. And the, then, one, uh, the one time that I did the KWA thing with Sam, it was very much that. It was like they had a mm-hmm. whole deal. Every, it's like, you guys talk about this, maybe bring up that, and then you don't hear about it for another month and then it's like out and you're like, Oh, cool. You don't get to proof. See it. Nothing. They just, no. yeah. Sometimes I get to see it, but they kind of, I think they just cross their fingers and send it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends on who's doing it because like when the, when the, um, fuck I'm blanking. Who was the guy that we met at the division game, Corey, that did that some of their gold wolf, gold wolf, that yeah. guy fucking slaps. Yeah. He yeah, does really good work. Yeah, they do great stuff. Um, they, and they're such good, cool guys, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. We went no, to Vegas together. Yeah. It was super great. cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's 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 somewhere that Vegas is a place where you really get to really get to meet somebody. <laughs> like KWA if you don't know them well. To Vegas for the first like I'd never been to Vegas before. We went for Shot Show before the whole pandemic. It was pretty lit. Nice, nice. I was gonna say, so what? What would like? Because you obviously did you go this last year, or was it the year before that, before the pandemic, right? Yeah. Though. Okay. So you didn't go to the most recent one. Say? No, I did okay. not go to this recent one. So just just out of curiosity, like, what was your experience at Shot Show? I think it would have been 2019, 2020. Um, like what? Like what? It, given like your background and what you're trying to do, like what were you going to? Were you trying to get anything out of it, or were you just going to like have fun and enjoy like the lighter side of? Airsoft, or I don't know, even why Airsoft play that damn thing, but <laughs> yeah. Um, KWA asked me to go with them, so because I had never been before, <laughs> um, and I heard that it was usually a pop and event, I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, and so I went, and apparently, to to people I think who have gone and they they know the industry, <laughs> um, they'll tell you that 2020 was not a good shot show year, and I I understand where they're coming from, but for me, somebody who had never experienced it before, um, it was fun. Huh? Taking marketing notes, yeah, it was it was so much fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, we, the one time, well, yeah, and that's and that's what I've always said is like I think everybody needs to go at least once um, because if you work there and you go year after year after year, honestly, it's it's a lot of the same thing. It's a new M4, a new AK, nothing's fresh or new. It's like it's it's rehashed and redone over and over and over again. And the parties mm-hmm. are the same and stuff like that. Derek like, I was went, saying the most recent one was the best because he actually got to like meet and greet people he actually wanted to fucking talk to as like an industry person versus yeah, just milling. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I no. bet with less people, that was more opportune this time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he said, right? That there was just a lot more business being done on the floor versus like just like people running around trying to hit all the boots because there was less. So not everybody just around trying to get their free shit. So (laughs) marketing airsoft is a weird thing to me. Um, Like marketing in general, marketing any like small niche kind of product is always interesting. Um, But airsoft is something that seems to exist solely on Instagram as far as marketing goes, right? Like I don't see commercials for airsoft. I don't, you know, outside of like you airsoft YouTubers, I don't see any advertising for it at all. Instagram's where you see airsoft shit pushed. It's where you see new products put out. It's where you see um, influencers, which is just like a cancer to the entire community. Um, But 
<laughs> just saying man fuck um but like it's 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 a weird thing because uh we actually i didn't realize this until just a little bit before we went live but evike's instagram got completely taken down um due to instagram's weird um terms and conditions policies whatever the fuck you want to call it gestapo goose stepping bullshit um they took them down for what i'm assuming was gun related content right because they're owned by facebook facebook heavily frowns upon that um but as an industry that seems to only be able to survive on Instagram, like what, what does airsoft do if they can't use that as a platform anymore? Like, have you seen in your experience, have you seen them try to branch out into anything else? Have you seen that done successfully anywhere? Um, or is it mainly just been just as I've seen so far and just be only Instagram all the time? Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. There's a there's a definitely a lot of parts to it, but I think one of the main parts is that um and one of the main parts is that the target market is young people. It's anywhere between 15 and 25 on average. Obviously there are people outside of that in different ways, but <laughs> let's use the average here. Um and so we're looking at platforms that contain or like are able to maintain somebody's attention within that like age span and so if they're like 15 to 25 usually like they have a very shorter attention span just because of like their usual social consuming habits um so the only other platform that i've seen kind of okay like people do kind of well with uh when it comes to airsoft marketing or airsoft content is tiktok um, and even that is a very similar difficulty as Instagram because they're taking down content left and right. They don't like anything that looks like a gun to be mm-hmm. on that platform. And so even though um, the the posts themselves do really well because people are like, oh, shit, a gun. Like, what is this? Um, TikTok doesn't like it. And so that definitely creates like another barrier. TikTok also seems like something like I don't have a lot of experience with it because I'm old and stupid, but TikTok to me seems like something that would be really hard to translate from video to them getting on the website and buying something or them going and looking at a product. Like, I don't know how directly correlated like the links are and all that. Like Instagram, it's pretty easy. Like you're looking at a story and somebody puts up a picture of like a cool like M4 because it's always M4 or whatever. Puts it up on their Instagram story. This gun slaps press the link, go to the site, buy the product or look at the product at least like getting exposure for it. And then they've got like an actual um, tangible metric for sales. Whereas with TikTok, I feel like that's just because a lot of it's so overinflated. Like it seems to me like there's a lot of bot views as you still have on Instagram too. But um, I can't imagine that the correlation on TikTok is, on TikTok is successful. It can't be as successful as I, I would imagine Instagram you know? has been up till now. Cause it looks like if even the industry people are getting slapped, like the guys selling the products, how is anybody else supposed to do it? I have a nerdy fact for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I've got some Let's ideas. Hear Let's hear that. a nerdy fact. Um, in marketing, it's it's about on average that a consumer requires about seven touch points with a brand before they actually make a purchase with that brand. So what TikTok does very well is you're seeing the content a lot more. Mm-hmm. People create seven second videos. You can create like 10 seven second videos in a day. That's already met your amount of touch points. So now if not like... We've taken away like the easeability of like being able to just click on the product and then go to the website and order it right away. Uh, But we've boosted the number of times that 
the people are seeing the product. And so like they're more, it's like more in their brain to order. So this, this is some fucking subliminal messaging level. Like what's that movie? Fuck punk. You know what I'm talking about where he puts on the glasses and I'm all here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. I'm all out of gum. What? There's no way you don't know that movie. Hold he on. Just, hold he on, just said on. that movie, Punk. You know what I'm hold talking about. You got a lot on, of clues, Punk. You know what I ain't no, you know what <laughs> hey, Hold on. Hold on. Movie. Hold on. Hold on. It's tremendous. And I uh, swear punk, to God, they I live. Know. They live, motherfucker. Yes, they live. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, is, this, is, it, is it going from that aspect of it? Like, you're getting your touch points all at once. You're getting them all in like a really easy kind of rapid succession. So that, right. that makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. Yeah. I noticed somebody said Reddit as well. Reddit is a a great place for airsoft, but Mm. I don't think as far as like promoting items, you'll do very well just because people like to troll and trash. Yeah. Reddit, Reddit seems like a really dangerous deep dive for a company to try to market to or in for any great degree. That's like, that's kind of the underground thing. Like as soon as you're not one of the cool kids, you're (laughs) fucked on Reddit. You said you had something. Oh no, I so no, I I when she's talking about marketing and what she does for her job and myself as somebody who's worked in marketing quite a bit, and now I I I've tried and I've applied to like multiple marketing places to try and work in marketing departments, and nobody wants to hire me. So I just now I'm doing it for myself and I'm seeing what works and what doesn't. So it's it's like an interesting perspective hearing where you're coming from, from a larger platform as to like and how that correlates to that you can use aspects of that at on a smaller scale to generate your own success. Yeah, bring in bring like big adult world yeah. business people doing business. And I'm hearing like these these issues that these companies are having uh, about like content that they can and cannot share. And as somebody who has really good ideas, yet nobody wants to pay me for them, I'm reluctant to put them out there. So no. Well, because that's and that's again, that's the thing. Like it brings back to it. Like if if Instagram goes whole hog Gestapo and no gun content whatsoever, number one, what are all the two A groupies gonna do like the guys that don't do anything but take pictures Implode. of themselves and pretend like they hunt people on the border or whatever the fuck those dorks try to do um <laughs> that's wait what's this happening oddly specific there Cole. oddly specific there but what um happens? like what what are what are all these like what are all the you know if those guys are screwed and if airsoft solely basically for the most part exists through marketing on tiktok instagram and doesn't evolve like how how negatively does that because it there's de- got to be a definite correlation or at least i've seen to airsoft back in the day like when i started and like you had like um shorty usa is where you went to buy shit yeah i think that site was actually still functioning until like a couple of years ago to now where there's an explosion of it and people are getting into airsoft solely to pander on instagram and become an influencer um and if all that goes away like what do these companies do what do these people do how is there a way to evolve? Is there another platform that they can use effectively uh, to market this stuff? Because, like, I, I not being in the marketing world at all, I don't know if there is anything else out there. Like, how fucked are we if it all gets flushed down the toilet at that point? Um, I think that, like, 
where there's a will, there's a way, right? And if it's not on Instagram, if it's not on TikTok, it's not on Facebook, they're going to make like Gun Hub and it's going to be exclusive and like it's, it's just like going to be up. that content. Exactly. And and they'll put it somewhere else, um, but that'll that'll create a whole other I would say that, issue. Kind of that, that hinders the growth too, because then you only have people that are already in the community and it's not really marketing out to like Sean mentioned, there's a couple of questions. There are a couple of comments in here we're going to get to in a second, but Sean mentions that like paintball is, you know, gone to, uh, gone out of their way to refer to them as markers. But what a lot of people forget is paintball had a really huge boom in the late nineties, early two thousands where it was everywhere. It was in movies. It was on TV shows. Every like, friends style show had a fucking paintball episode for some reason um like it got referenced a lot it got a lot of like big world public exposure like now it's kind of you know it's it's doing as well as it's always done i guess but they've got like college teams and they've got like espn televised shit which i mean they'll televise anything but they're still way more mainstream even without having to work as hard Whereas Airsoft, it's kind of a completely different animal. Like it has to be people in the industry pushing out of the industry. Otherwise, nobody else comes into it or nobody else new gets invested in it. To be honest with you, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I like the fact that Airsoft isn't there. And here's benefits from that. Let me explain. So I like what KWA does with fight night and trying to like bring airsoft to a broader audience. I think I would say a larger audience, but I don't want it for everybody. I don't want everybody in this. I don't like, I got enough people to shoot at. I don't need any more. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I'm not saying I don't want the sport to grow, but what I'm saying is, is that sometimes when you have too much attention, you give more attention to people who don't need it. And like you, like it, it creates a bad name for it. Then it's like it, it'll have like a high peak, and then it'll have a sharp drop. You know what I mean? So um, industry may suffer, but this hobby, as it is, could probably benefit. I think that it could benefit from just people wanting to play. And like, I mean, we've been out of being playing airsoft for two years now. You know, where where I mean, yes, events are happening, things are starting to ramp back up. COVID, you know, it's got more variants, but we're you know everybody's still doing okay. You know, it, we're getting back to that point where people who weren't able to play are able to get back to playing again. I don't know why we're trying to just explode it right now. Now, like, I would say after a long period of it being solely about marketing and merchandising, and right? No one actually been playing. Now we're getting back this, to fucking playing airsoft. In this stagnation, where like, yes, their cool guns are coming out, and we're able to kind of see there's all this innovation happening. Also, big shout out to Sapo and La Cac. Kappa Customs. I know this is a random deal, but they just have an insane, like I'm talking about like artistic wise that people have been like doing in the pandemic. Like, the crazy shit's happening right now. And then like all these people are going to come back and like with all these new products and stuff to play with. And then like then worry about growing the well, shit. Really, like, really let's just get back to playing to in the begin with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, like we're, we're talking about like a topic that gets banned deleted like evic the biggest man like the biggest retailer in america gets yeah, shut down on the right now you know what i mean so like it's now is the time to get creative and the people who get creative are the ones who are going to thrive does anybody know how big that account was when it got shut down it had to have been the biggest airsoft account like right yeah that it was aside from a, aside from a personality i would have to agree even then like I, alphonse is he's the biggest one right He's and got what? just like right numbers now? on Instagram. 
Right now, I would say like as far as Aristopters goes, it's probably Aeroflot because Evic had to be close <laughs> though. I would think. Al, I mean, but the thing is that Evic rides on retail and mm-hmm. the stuff that Matt puts out, and the stuff that Matt's been putting out and the Evic crew has been putting out has been a lot more entertaining and a lot more mm-hmm. fun lately, which I think brings a lot of new people in. <laughs> but like, I think, I think that when it comes to like original content, I think like Alphonse and then. Um, who were some of the other ones that were I? I know I know Navarich is killing it uh, over mm-hmm. where he's at. Yeah, love him or hate him. The guy kicking Mustang well. is a big one. <gasps> I know. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he he knows he knows his his little <laughs> audience, and he like jerks off to them. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, it's and there's smaller ones that have been coming up and up and up. Um, yeah, but I so it's an interesting point you brought up that I hadn't thought of when you're when you're talking about it. Is I I, I do think that. You know, if it may not necessarily be a bad thing for Instagram to kind of fall the fuck off in the way of Airsoft. Not from an industry standpoint. Obviously, if I was in the industry side of things, that's the last fucking thing I want. Um, but I, I, it's got to be kind of freeing for the community as a whole not to be so interconnected and so easily, you know, yeah. like toxicity breeds so easily in situations like that. And it seems like, like Airsoft. Yeah, but listen, like a, a big part, a big part, a huge part of Airsoft is looking the part. It's just looking the part. And a lot of people like to play dress up. It's no different than cosplay. It's no different than anything else. So they like to go out and play. Yes. But they also yeah, like boy. to post up their pictures and they like to post up their videos and they have to have a platform to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> I don't think that it will. Airsoft will always be interconnected to social media. Everything is always going to forever from here until eternity going to be connected to social media. And if you're using it, I feel like at this point we've been dealing, we've been having this discussion We've been having this talk for years and years and years now, and it's never going to go away. So we just need to fucking deal with it. People are always going to want to pull a gun out and post with it. Yep. Just swallow, I mean, he's, swallow, he's, swallow your pride. You're wrong. It's never gonna he's happen. not wrong. That's not what he's trying to swallow. Okay. <laughs> so, Sam, I've, I've got a couple, like general topic questions for you as far as again kind of the same thing because sure. getting away from like you know whether or not it'll disappear for fucking ever because apparently it's not going to ever um <laughs> marketing airsoft to me and i could be totally fucking wrong about this please call me out if i if you think i am but when it comes to when you see women in airsoft it seems to be in three categories you either have being marketed by women being marketed to or for women or being marketed exclusively using women so we all know what the third category is, <laughs> but as somebody who's, who's been moderately successful and done fairly well, um, doing kind of your own thing, you've done it. Uh, Jen does a really good job of it. Um, Leah does a good job of it. Like there's, there's been really good examples. Um, and there've been really bad examples of like people who kind of take advantage of certain things, but like what, what, what has your experience been in that space? Um, I think this is where like a lot of people, maybe specifically women, would disagree with me and not really like my stance on this because I Excellent. I fucking like great. Being a woman is great. Like it's got its ups and downs, just like being a man probably does. Um, but I don't want to be seen as like a woman airsofter. I just want to be seen as an airsofter because this idea that like something must be different because I'm a woman playing this game is so silly to me. 
um, because women play paintball. Women, mm-hmm. women do everything, and it does. It shouldn't matter. And I do like promoting other women because I think that when there's a minority of something, we should help to like lift that up. Um, but I don't like this idea that like we should take women in airsoft and put them in this group over here and then like wow women are over here like i think that's so weird like we need to start shit out of the box are you talking about women of airsoft (laughs) i mean maybe maybe um but even that like programs like that which i i would 100 percent support if they were actually really inclusive of all women. They actually start really focusing on a couple of women. And I will appreciate my content being shared when it's shared, but they but seem to pick the, the marketable ones that they know will get them numbers inside of that select group and push that instead. Which if sounds- it makes you feel better, I've never been posted on there. <laughs> and he's tried we've tried, that's a, that's tried so hard. well or it could be the opposite side like jen like she gets posted on there all the time she's like hey nobody fucking told me you were gonna use my photo so yeah. like well, Thanks, none of guys. those none of those pages do no no and that's the other thing is like it, it's especially it's especially with women um where you get your content stolen and used um to get views on pages that do what you're talking about and specifically pen and pigeonhole and put women into a box of hey look here's a girl hey she's playing airsoft oh my god um yeah. or unless and I'm going to take another very specific cut but you could be Alphonse and somebody could steal your deadlift video in a ghillie suit and try to pretend like it's fucking them <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that that, <laughs> that fucking dude um but uh, I was trying to think I, I completely lost track with making fun of that guy um <laughs> But what, when, where have you seen it done really well would be what I want to know. Like coming from where you're at and coming from like the kind of social media aspect man. of it. Everything. Every like we look at industries and like I don't I, I don't want to take a very like sexist stand on this. But what I will say is the industries that I have worked in in the past, which is mostly automotive and gaming um, and now like airsoft that are male dominated. Um women can break into those things it's not and not just by being a woman but by being a participant of that industry and so like a marketing professional just needs to be a marketing professional and of course we're gonna run into situations where people don't fuck with us because we're women that's that's gonna happen but instead of trying to convince those people like well women are great and women can do anything that you could do just don't fuck with them Go work with people who are willing to work with you because they see your value. Prove anybody else wrong. And if for some weird reason you can't find people that will work with you, then do your own things and show them that you can do them. I got you. So like just paraphrasing from my own idiocy, but you're saying, you know, try to get there on your own merits, obviously use it. What advantages you have, but be wary of the Yath queen. Come here, girl. We want to fucking put you out front girl power. Like avoid that bullshit because they're obviously coming from a very specific (laughs) angle of, they don't actually give a fuck. They just want to use you because you're a girl in airsoft. Yeah. I mean, avoid it. Don't avoid it to each their own. Everybody finds success in like their own path. And I think that like, that is definitely a tactic to like help boost numbers. That's a very Mm -hmm. real thing. So if you want to participate in it, participate in it. Um, But I do think that people respond very well in almost every industry to 
somebody who is a master of that industry. Mm-hmm. And I w- it was really important to me that I didn't just post like taking pictures with guns and like posing with guns. I wanted to be known as an airsofter. So I started teching on guns mm-hmm. and I started showing like myself working on very intricate things that people would assume that I wouldn't understand. And that's where I started. And then we introduced the pictures and we introduced the posing because like those are things I want to do too. But I wanted to be known as an airsofter. And if I wanted to be known as a gamer, then I need to be a gamer. I need to play mm-hmm. the games. I need to be decent at them or be bad and accept that. Well, it's, and it's, let people having, <laughs> having working knowledge, like you can be a subject matter expert on something and not be good at that thing. I think that's just, there's right. a weird disconnect with that. Like people don't understand. Like there's a reason why... Um, like the world-class boxing coaches usually aren't actually boxers who are world champions in their own right. Or um, like video game designers or casters, a lot of the time usually aren't people that were at the pro level in that game, but there's somebody who really understands and is very passionate about it. I think passion is the biggest thing um, when it comes to pushing content like that. Like there's a reason we're like, uh, when we were doing the KWA fight night thing, like the commentators they had, I was there for a little while but they've got Punk and Sapo and Kaber and guys who are, you've got, you know, Punk and Kaber, not professionals, not <laughs> speed soft players to the most degree, but they're super passionate guys who really do love the sport. Um, I'm going to blow as much smoke as I, I can up his ass until he makes eye contact with me through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you've got Sapo, who is a professional, who does have a really intimate working knowledge of how those games work. Um, and so, yeah, it makes more sense for a woman coming up through airsoft or trying to get into the community where like play first and worry about marketing or worry about pushing your brand later. Um, Cause it seems like just, and it's not just women. It seems like everyone is just trying to fucking become an influencer for some goddamn reason. Free um, stuff. Free stuff. Well, they think it's free stuff. I want to say, yeah, no, for real. Like I, I don't, I want to say that they're the people who are not influencers who just love what they do, like Sam, myself, Court, like everybody who is in this podcast right now. Not in this, we're not talking about anybody else right now. We're just talking about the people here. Is that like we're not trying to be entertaining? We are talking about things we are passionate about, and you are entertained by it. And like, there's a difference. There's a huge or you're difference. not, and you throw fruit at us when you see us, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like there, there's people who are trying to make it entertaining and make you love like, no, like that is okay. An influence like that. You're you, 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 you are that stereotype. But like I said, the people who are in here who aren't a yes man or a, a yes woman, like we care. And like, you guys are entertained by that. And like that, yeah. there's a huge difference, huge difference. Well, that's something that we kind of gravitate to. Like there's, there's, we always try to avoid content for content's sake. Right. Um, like we, if we're going to do a show, or if we're going to have somebody on, like generally it's somebody that we know and we like you were at Copperhead. You played with me and Corey uh, and Jen and like Doza and the crew for, Which, or at least like I you hung around with a us lot. And I, yeah. I do want to apologize for that. Um, Don't but, because but we were giant also- bags of shit. Cause I was still getting off of COVID. So I was tired <laughs> and grumpy and sick and Corey was not having a great time. And everyone else it was, a, the shit it was a, out of him. It was like, a- a rough time for everybody. Yeah, I really, I really hope you get to go to another event with us and play when we're I, like actually fun to. to be around because yeah. we were it was not a good experience. Yeah. I was like, I was super quiet too, just because like I had never 
first never been to New Mexico before. Um, Gorgeous. Second, like I didn't know a single person that I was with until like I'd actually met them the night before. Um, that was it. Well, and it was I was at the Zao. Like I knew Jen online, and I knew some people online. Um, but you just don't know. And as a person with social anxiety, you never know what people are going to be like in person. So we've we've shit on social media a lot so far tonight. <laughs> but that's what this, one the, this is one of the best things, and this, this is one, one of my favorite things. things in. I want to talk about the good things about it. Yeah, this is this is one of my fa- this. Will, here, we're going to be we're going to be oddly fucking positive for once on this goddamn show. Oh wait, this, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> get, get well, water first, man. This is going to wear me out. Um, yeah, but this this is one of the things that like I really love because like that's how I met punk. I met punk because I came across one. It, I can't remember if it was a patch or something, and I just started shooting the shit with him through DMs because I, I I was I'm such a boomer. Like when I got Instagram, I didn't know a fucking Instagram work so i just messaged him like we were buddies and we started shooting the shit and then i met him at copperhead 2.5 yep and then we started palling around since then and like that's how we all met yeah uh, yeah corey's was (laughs) i I met everybody yeah i was saying i met Corey through woodcock who i met through kaiju who i met through instagram there's a weird disconnect there and woodcock just kind of like set me up behind Corey's booth he came back and he's like who's this asshole that's like a 12 pack deep already behind my sales booth and why is he selling so many fucking shirts <laughs> and then you know we met carl and derek i met derek the same way i started shooting the shit with him on instagram and then i met him in an event and then we became buddies yeah um so like i do i do think that that is a huge thing as far as the community goes of like you'll more- meet you'll meet the most interesting people you'll ever meet in airsoft yeah. mm-hmm. like yeah. the best business connections i have came through airsoft just everything that i do for media like all the content that i'm producing now like on a much larger scale it's all connections that i'm able to pull from airsoft mm-hmm. i mean there's everything you want a helicopter you can get it somehow through airsoft it's absolutely ridiculous tactical vehicles guns people with gear um and everybody comes from all walks of life so nobody you'll meet five professional air airsofters you know going to a thousand different events but you'll meet people that come from every single walk of life every single profession and everybody's cool like that's that's what I like about airsoft. I like going for the people, and the event comes second. I think we've said that about a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You guys are actually making me want to go to Copperhead again, and not to play because that's like just I, the I, hang. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, wasn't talking, I wasn't talking about you, punk. You're not interested. <laughs> please, stay, please stay home. Oh my god. No, and then, but yeah, I mean, because like, like we've got Daniel uh, asked if we were going to Southern Eastern Front or Northern Front. No, we are going to Southern Front though this month. So uh, Corey and I will be there uh, February nineteenth, twentieth. We'll be there Friday at a booth at his booth. Nice. And then we'll be playing Saturday and Sunday because it's like 45 minutes from my house, which is dope. What? That's really cool. Yeah. So North Texas is actually extremely blessed with uh, three like phenomenal fields. You got 878, you got D14, you got DFWAP. Um, and they've all got something very specific to offer. They've all got different kind of like niche. Um, like. I'm trying to think of the great word for this, like little biomes, like they're their own um, little ecosystem of airsofters, if that makes sense. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, we're really, really fortunate here in North Texas um, and local communities are a big part of that. And like how they mesh and evolve and do stuff like that. Um, so let's see went over all that. Oh yeah. Well, wait a minute. You, speaking of meeting cool people that do stuff for you in airsoft, Corey, you and Sam worked together on something recently 
or rather Sam, you sent Corey something recently for him to work on. Yeah. 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 You want, uh, you I'll let go? you know. It's your project. It's your project. You can talk oh, about okay. It. All right. Well then you got that twice. Um, <laughs> so I shot this thing. I'm like, okay, so I shot it like a fucking year ago, man. It's been so long. Um, oh, wait, around- hold on. You can't say fuck on the show. Oh, freaking, freaking, heckin', sorry. Caught say frickin', you can say frickin' or heckin'. Or All fudge, right. we accept fudge also fudge on occasion. Well. Copy. So, um, this fudging thing, man, it was just really hard <laughs> to, to finally get to this point. And honestly, it was probably my fault, but um, for my birthday, my uncle uh, is the only family member that I have here in LA, by the way. So, we're pretty close. And um, for my birthday, he was like, well, I'm not going to get you something. So what do you want? And I was like, "Ah, you're going to make me uh, like a video or a movie or something. And he was like, all right, cool. And he's a uh, he graduated from USC with his MFA in acting. And he's done like some stuff with his friends. They have a production company. Um, so I've helped them out and they helped me out. And then that was my ask was I wanted to make this story. Um, we just kind of came up with a concept on a fly and uh, I asked one of the local girls if she wanted to like come be in it with me and she said yes. So it was literally me, yes. her and my uncle and the three of us went to the airsoft field one day and we shot this whole thing in maybe like four hours because we had to do it before they opened and um, one light, one camera, three lenses uh, and me running around setting things up and being in it (laughs) (laughs) hey that's every movie ever yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's every project (laughs) it was a lot of fun that's a project um i'm really excited to release it and the reason i can release it is because uh cory hooked it up and he did some amazing editing on it i'm i'm really excited to like finally post it um and like i know this is gonna sound super cheesy but one of my favorite things about it are these little like uh, like this things of smoke from when like the gun like the bullets hit the pallet um yeah, i don't want to give it away like ricochet like, debris bullet bullet yeah, 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 yeah. impacts babe yeah it no there like- was yeah there was a there was um it's just it's compositing it's like 2d effects that you can kind of make work in a 3d space right yeah um we did i did quite a bit of that first off she reached out asking if i knew anybody and i knew a thousand people that could do it better than me i just wanted (laughs) to do it for myself so i hopped on that window of opportunity and just took it and uh i'm a bit obsessive so it's like i probably i don't know i worked on it for like 12 hours that day i think i was probably blowing up your instagram with like hey check this out hey check this out you know i was working but i (laughs) am she's like yeah yeah you fucking working I was no, I was not working. I should have been doing detective stuff, but I was snowed in and I wasn't doing it at all. But um <laughs> nobody nobody from my department watches this podcast. We're fine. But um no, it, it was a fun, it's a cool project. It's cool to take to see somebody else's vision and kind of like you, you can see what the story is supposed to be and you and you cut it up and you make it work, right? And you try to make it work in the best way possible, then you present it and you go back and forth, and what you come up with is something you both, you know think is cool and it was it was it was cool it was shot really well and there was definitely just enough there to work with and that's my first time editing something that i i i'm seeing for the first time so it was good training for me which i'm always willing to hop on i just finished the last like two scenes for siege that i had gotten back so i had i had time to work on it and it was is it nice finishing a project does it feel good to to finish (laughs) shut up cole (laughs) shut up cole Listen, Siege is getting close. And, and, I, and I say that every week. Tremendous. But I'm it's telling you, it's getting tremendous. really, really close. 
It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. No, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'm and still then, waiting for you to have me do voiceover for Donald Trump. Yes, that needs that needs to be the intro. Yeah, it. no, but it's uh, it was a fun project to work on. So appreciate you letting me screw it up for you. No, I'm just joking. It's great. Awesome. It's awesome. No, <laughs> no, well, thank you. Because we we've been fairly successful once again talking about like cool people you meet and like faded making the shields and stuff for Siege and other guys that we met through Airsoft and like almost all the White Wolf Studio crews who are worth us on both projects we did last year fucking play Airsoft. Wayne plays Airsoft is one of the best DPs you're gonna meet. Um, like these 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 extremely talented people in their professional realm. And they just happen to go out and play with toy fucking guns and act like total dorks on the weekends. Play so that's kind of that's kind of cool. That's what I always tell people. It's like they're like, well, like they'll go because inevitably somebody because I don't have a personal Instagram and an airsoft Instagram. I just have my airsoft Instagram. So inevitably somebody like looks me up on Instagram and is like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, hi, yeah, yeah, you, you went, yeah, I, I play dress up with my friends on the weekend." And they're like, "So it's like paintball." Is like it's more like. It's more like LARPing Dungeons and Dragons, like you know, lightning bolt. But instead of lightning bolt, it's I throw a grenade. They're like, does it actually blow up? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fucking cool. I'm like, it is. Did you want to come? Do you want to come play? You want to enjoy? Hey, do you want? Hey, do you want to come play with my friends? Do you want to come over and play with my friends? Yeah. So we're gonna. That's play yeah. that. That to me is the good shit in the community. Like that's that's it. That's that's what I go for. Um. Jacob, so all right, so the task force guys are going to be. I think I asked them when they were doing their show uh, last weekend if they're going to Southern Front. So that'll be fun. We'll be out there. Do you have any new shirt designs, Corey? Or are we just are we hucking the same shit? Like, what are we doing? Um, no, we, I think I, I talked about this. Oh last yeah, you week. broke my you my shop blew up. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Shit. No, like I, I got hit with a huge power surge and it just <laughs> destroyed all my equipment. <laughs> So I'm about five thousand dollars into repairs and nothing's fixed yet. So it's going great. It's going great. You said your insurance was paying for most of it, though, right? Well, the electric company's paying for it. Good. They it was their equipment that failed. Had nothing to do with nature or wind or anything like that. It was rotted wood on their poles, and like a line fell across another line. So like sixty four thousand volts went through my house, and uh, blew up the projector in my movie room. Blew up one of my drying units. Blew up my air compressor, which isn't like. It's like an industrial. Everything's industrial. Everything's industrial. So nothing is cheap to fix. Everything's proprietary. Everything's coming from overseas. It has to be programmed. Smart. Smart. Yeah. It's it's so cool, dude. It's so cool when the guy shows <laughs> up with a relay you paid five hundred dollars for, and he's like, "Oh, wrong one, bro." Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that, that, that's that sounded like then, a deep wound. Yeah. And then he drives back to Dallas, and I call him a week later after hearing nothing. I'm like, "Hey, when are you coming back out?" He's like, "Oh, middle of next month." Oof. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So if you need dude. if you need something picked up down here in Dallas, let me know. I'll drive it up for you, sweet cheeks. No, he, the guy actually lives in Ardmore. It's bullcrap. They charge me for him <laughs> to drive from Dallas, but he lives in Ardmore, which is like an hour and a half from my house. So I'm getting charged for mileage. OGE is hopefully getting charged for mileage that he's not driving. Anyway, we can get back on track now. But I digress. I, <laughs> I digress. That's <laughs> all I, we do on my this show is digress. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Never gosh. own a business. It sucks. It so does. We've, we've been uh on the last uh, like kind of the new thing with the show is we're kind of gearing trying to gear a little bit towards away from airsoft right um so we've essentially just been making fun of punk for this book of boba fett series which if you've been watching it i don't know if you're star wars nerd you seem like you're probably a star wars nerd um have you caught up with the show at all have you watched it 
I've seen a couple episodes. Um, couple episodes. Don't play me, but uh, I'm not super like into it. It's kind of hard for good. me. To, like, fine. You're not good. Into you the, you're not into Star Wars or you're not into <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett? The Book of Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Good, because it was not good until recently. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, that's where all their production budget went to. It, no, that's all right. So we we made some predictions. Like I said, because I, I told, like I had said, I hated the first episode. Second episode was tolerable. Third, I wanted to take out back and shoot multiple times with Everyone a semi-automatic did. weapon. Even I did. Um, I did too. And then four, it was like, ooh. And then five, it was like, ooh. ooh. And then six, it was six like, was like hey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's getting better. Um, it's gotten phenomenally better. It is so and then once again it's like i said in the very beginning boba fett didn't need his own fucking show he's much cooler as a recurring supported character as a side character i don't need to see him making small talk that shit's weird um so they brought mando in let him do mando things and he has single-handedly saved the fucking show uh and now they've like they just see it's it just went it's so weird because it seems like they did those first three episodes because they were like, oh, fuck, the script that we have that actually works is only good for three episodes. Right? Like, that kind of that kind of plays into my theory, right? Yeah. Because like, you want to hear it. All right. Do you want right. to hear it? All right. Let's hear your theory. I have a feeling that they started screening this this series, right? With like audiences. They had audiences they brought in. They sent out screeners. They were getting feedback. And it was all freaking terrible. And I have a significant feeling that the one episode that was 100% the Mandalorian was meant for Mandalorian season three. Like it was the first episode. Yes. Like it was the first episode and they yanked it and just redid the last half of the season of the book of Boba Fett because it was so bad because you can't tell me that it was planned to have that one episode of the Mandalorian look the way it did and it fit in like the crap show that we've seen so far. It was terrible. And this was like Mandalorian quality. It wasn't Book of Boba Fett quality with the Mandalorian tossed in there. That was a Mandal that was a Mandalorian episode. And I think the see, next one was too. See, and I, I'm gonna have to I, I will agree with you on that. Cause the it I no, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, that's it. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. I think it was so bad, and they knew it was going to be so bad that the only way that they were going to maintain viewership was to steal Mandalorian content from the Mandalorian season three and make it work. I because they I, did it so lazily. They they, they, they filmed one scene and said, "Oh, we need muscle. Cool. Now we can do an entire Mandalorian episode." <laughs> I think, and well, and not only that, but like the only the only time that you see and like all of them together is that one scene where they're one talking scene. to the plant. Yeah, that one plant. And you don't even hear Boba Fett speak. He's just standing there. Dude, the Mandalorian seriously walks in and goes, I can take care of that, and walks back out. That's <laughs> the whole freaking scene. That's the whole scene, dude. It's totally, they totally did, they totally gypped an episode from, I guarantee you, they gypped an episode from the Mandalorian season three that was already shot, and now they're doing this. I, I think that they, I think this That's is more corporate level bullshit. I think that they probably had a set timeline where like they had a set synopsis for this season or for this series. And it was only supposed to be like three or four episodes. And Disney came back and was like, fuck you. We want 10. And so they were like, Oh God damn it. All right. Filler. Cause it feels like filler episodes. It feels like sophomore fucking like, like extra every, credit. Like every episode bullshit. is a rewrite. That's basically what it feels like. Yeah. And like, that's what the last, the last two episodes have felt, have felt totally rewritten. Like they don't fit. They, they they only fit by these the, very they, loose they, connections. They feel the same, like 
but they feel the like same, they were well written compared to the rest of it. Yeah. But that's because I think they're a Mandalorian. Yeah. No, I'm I'm on board with what Corey's saying because not only that, but like if you look at the first two episodes, it kind of like the entire time we were like, okay, when are we gonna be done with the flashbacks though? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it feels like, like those episodes were also rewritten to have yeah. like other shit. You know what I mean? Well, like oh, I said, man. I I think they were just padding runtime because they had to fit a quota. I think they were stuck. I think that the shit we're seeing now is the shit that they actually wanted to release, but it was only going to be like a three or four episode thing. And Disney was like, no, no, no. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me to call it the book of Boba Fett and have two 100% in a row Mandalorian episodes without, without any connection to the storyline that we've seen so far. We only got what one episode left. There's like, why does Grogu matter in the storyline? Why does Luke matter in the storyline? No, they're just setting up because the thing is, it's just a placeholder because they're just setting up Mando season three. (laughs) Right. But why, why are they doing it in the middle of another series? Here's not the end. What you're saying about like polling. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, did it cut? Ah! Oh, no. No. no! 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 We almost made it without any technical difficulties. Hold on, let me let me hit her up. Yeah. But um, so my my quick theory on this is I think I think they're teeing this up because they're taking a lot of Looks like we're all paused right now. Nah, no, I'm trying to send her a message <laughs> to let her know. So this is stream. Stream like we're frozen. Streamyard is great, right? Up until it isn't, because sometimes it just shits the bed like this. Um, but what what I think is happening is they uh, they are teeing up because they're taking so much from the extended universe from legends from the lore, right? And they heavily, and this is why I don't think it's a rewrite. And this is why I don't, this is why I do think it ties in because they dropped so many fucking heavy Easter eggs about the story moving forward. We're like, when the armor is talking about it, and she's like, the myth is so they're legends. There are legends of the mythosaur rising up and recreating a new Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. And then she opens up that fucking tool cabinet, and it's, it's, there's, there's no mistake that it's Boba's specific mythosaur skull that's the emblem, not, any of the six or seven different styles that we've seen, which generally get related to different clans and whatnot. Clan Fett is that fucking very specific mythosaur skull. And when yeah. she's talking about the mythosaur rising up and recreating Mandalore, it's his fucking family crest. And that's because in legends, he's the one that leads the charge and recreates Mandalore. He's oh, the yeah. one that leads all the Mandalorians. He's the one that canonically is going to end up with that fucking dark saber. So I don't think that it's a lazy, I think it was just, they needed to pad runtime, but I think they're teeing up his story moving forwards deeper into the series. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't listen. I don't think the episode, I don't think the episode was lazily shot. They're both out of sight. They're both great, but it's like, Mm -hmm. they don't, they are not the same. They are not not. the same. They are two totally different productions. It's, it's filler. So it's the same thing with, you don't, well, you watch anime. It's the same thing with anime. It's filler versus fucking actual story. That's what we're getting here. But it's the same artists. (laughs) They they, they flow together. They look the same. Those two episodes did not fit in what we've seen so far with the crappy sets, the horrible acting, the terrible action. They were freaking phenomenal. They were Mandalorian episodes. And I'm, I'm, I'm convinced 
it'll come out eventually <laughs> that these episodes were shot for Mandalorian season three and then brought in because it was such a terrible production. I want this one clipped because I want this to happen. I want this to come. What's to this fruition. called? A hot take? This is my hot take. This is hot, hot take. take. And I want right. I want to be able to go back to this. Jesus Christ. Sam, what were you saying before you got unceremoniously booted by my computer, I think? I'm not sure what the fuck happened. Oh, I don't know. Um, damn. damn. Now my mic is uh, <clears throat> it's playing through my headset. I don't fix that. But um, what Corey was saying about like screening or pulling the audience is like makes sense because this whole baby Yoda thing is obviously like a big driver for people. People love baby Yoda. So if people don't love book of Boba Fett, let's just throw some baby Yoda in there and people are going to watch it. Same with the Mandalorian. Same with the Mandalorian. Same with Luke. Um, That's yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So it just, it didn't fit. And now what I think is funny is the backlash. Now everybody hates Luke Skywalker. Now everybody hates him. They hate him. What's funny is it, because they talk about, have you seen the meme where it talks about only Siths deal in absolutes? And then he gives them this absolute choice, like one or the other, bro. Oh, well, yeah, so that's, no, but that's the thing is, even that statement in itself, only Siths deal in absolute, is a fucking absolute. <laughs> like yeah. that, that's part of the thing is because, like, that's, that's, and that's been part of the, like, the retrospect on the whole Star Wars mythos is that, like, the Jedi weren't the fucking good guys by any means. Like, they well, were better, probably. They talk like, about it in the film some, like, the hypocrisy of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I do but. like all all in all, like regardless of regardless of how the episodes came to be and why we're watching it, I like the fact that we are watching Jedi's and Force users from the perspective of somebody else who is not a Jedi or a Force user. Yeah. And like we've only seen like the good, the bad, the dark, and the light and all this stuff, but we haven't seen everybody else be like, yeah, but they're both fucking pricks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like it's like the fucking gods fighting on Mount Olympus and some poor schmuck trying to milk his yak is getting hit with fucking lightning bolts on yeah, accident. Like, exactly. Like, <laughs> can you dickheads stop yeah, <laughs> i don't care exactly. i don't care how many people zeus fucked Hera. stop hitting my yaks with fucking lightning bolts <laughs> my jesus yaks. christ poseidon's fucking swamp and everything hades is up there just fucking shoot people with arrows um but yeah no i i do like i like the like the the real world aspect of it um cad bane holy fuck dude that's so dope that was pretty yeah. cool he looks good I don't understand. Like, I and mean, even the stars community couldn't be happy about that. They were like mad that he didn't look close enough. And it's like, man, do you realize how like over exaggerated that art style from Legends and fucking Clone Wars was? Like, there's that's, bah. Bah. yeah. No, both of those episodes were great. Oh, Unfortunately, God. it's going to go back to Boba Fett eventually, and we're just going to have to swallow that pill. It's okay. It's okay. So, Sam, you're not a Star Wars person, but I do remember that you. No, she said she's the, not, it's not that she's not a Star Wars person. She's she not, just doesn't like Boba, Boba Fett. Fett sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I do remember you talking. You're a bit of an anime nerd, though, right? I do quite enjoy some anime. Yeah. Everyone of a weeb. Have you been watching Demon Slayer? I haven't been watching Demon Slayer. Um, okay. And to be honest, like, this is why I say I'm a bit into anime because like when i was in college i was really fucking into anime Mm -hmm. all the time like and i think it was because i was depressed i was just watching a lot it was making me feel a lot better (laughs) that's why a lot of people watch anime exactly um and now i'm a little less depressed and so i watch a lot less anime um but (laughs) and i and i work and i have a dog and a lot of stuff it's it's a lot there's a lot to watch yeah it's for depression (laughs) what's your thoughts on my hero academia 
That's my favorite show right now. It's cool. <laughs> also, like, you're a dork, dude. Quit talking. I have, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Like, for an enemy to be interesting to me, like, the story's got to be like, it's just got to take me to a place that I didn't think it was going to go. Well, you're and, in, you're into the Fate series, aren't you? Like, yeah. And I, I do like a lot of, like, science fiction stuff. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Because um, Fate, Fate Zero is the only one I could tolerate out of the Fate series. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. It's kind of yeah. slow. The, um, I think what attracts me to a certain or particular animes the most is the art style. I love yeah. the art style of my hero at academia, especially the the films. They're so well animated, like the action scenes and the fight scenes and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. That's what I'm like to take it to the next level of nerdiness. Like that's I would why wonder I like about your opinion of like JoJo. Have you seen like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Like the, I don't like that art style. Art style. I've never <laughs> liked it. I've never <laughs> liked it. Never liked it. That's but, valid. Uh, it's either you love it or you absolutely hate it. I, I hear that all the time. Yeah, the not, CG art is the one that so, I can't stand. I can stand little bits of it being used. Yeah. I can stand it being like in the background, but like the the, the CG only anime, if I see one like that, I won't fucking like I don't it. like well, so like when they they, they turn around <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I've checked out. I've checked out on Attack on Titan for that reason. Like uh well, they so what 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 then it could be good. St- what for season the, did the they last start? one the last one it was the one that they did season three the, is incredible it's awesome so i'm on season two right now yeah that's the Enjoy one, it for one more season <laughs> and then throw the rest no, away i'm the same way <laughs> your favorite series no, 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 is no, going no. to die <laughs> i i well so did everybody else in that series mm-hmm. yeah but no it's kind of the series is all it's like yeah. every anime everybody dies yeah yeah but do they stay dead yes not in Dragon so, Ball. Okay, yeah. hold on. So that leads me into my next thing that I want to say. Okay, so we're, you know, Corey's got movies and things like that he's doing, but I have this idea where I want to take a really terrible anime and I want to collectively rewrite it and redub it with all of you guys. <laughs> oh, and a bridge? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I, fun. I don't the- think anybody understands just how amazing that would be. Well, if you want to see the best example of that, obviously, is the team's four-star dudes. Like the who? The Brit. So go watch. Tell you what, watch Helsing a Bridge. Type that into YouTube. Binge the whole series. Call me later when you're covered in your own schmutz. Um, but there's another really good example of like people's fun, cool conversations being turned into something neat because there's a series on Amazon I've been binging called Vox Machina, and it's from the Critical Role people, and it's their D and D games turned into a high budget animated show and it's fucking hysterical like i'm making dolphin noises laughing half the time (laughs) watching this show it's fucking funny um and it's got like castlevania like high-end american um like west side animation i hate american i hate american animation it's terrible castlevania look fucking great what are you talking about it's the it's the best so far but it's still terrible compared to like a basic anime I, I will say Demon Slayer, like the current season, because I just watched the new episode today. Demon Slayer, I, I need to get looks, into because I have seen clips of it and it looks really it's good. good. Well, the story's really good. It's it's good. It's like she was talking about, like subverting expectations. Um, so what is your favorite? Sam, what is your favorite anime? If you had to just pick one. I have to just pick one? Yeah. I pick this one. It's called School Live. And it's about these high school girls that get trapped um, in Japan during a zombie apocalypse. 
uh, but they get trapped in school. And one of the girls is like not able to accept reality. So she thinks that every day she's just a part of a school club that like does basic life things like cooks, cleans and like takes so she care totally of disassociates then. Yep. And she like doesn't even see the zombies as zombies. Um, and even at one point, like a dog turns into a zombie and she just thinks it's like a cute little puppy. <laughs> and it's these like little teenage girls trying to like, what should they do? And they start to find out that like the school's actually like, uh, like, uh, what is it called? Like they have the resources to like protect people, I guess. Like mm-hmm. you can lock down certain areas of the school. There's like, like a girl that has armory. food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And you just kind of like go with them to figure out as much as they can. And it's kind of cute. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Is that like on Crunchyroll? Like you have to go find it? You could probably watch it on Crunchyroll. Um, Funimation. That's the thing. Like it's like, oh man, I haven't like, I haven't watched anime in, a, in such a while that like Funimation or like anime.com were like yeah. usable. When well, I was so watching it. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to date myself. But did anybody else like grow up on the uh, Sci-Fi Channel Saturday Anime, or was that just me? I know what you're talking about. Like, there's a deep memory there. But all right, I'm I only 21. Well I, I was just speaking about somebody else. <laughs> so we, we're we're we're, we're fucking two and zero here on shit that Sam gives a fuck about. What what do you like <laughs> to watch, or what like what is your outside of airsoft? Like, what's your what's your escape? Like, what's things that you. I don't know. What the fuck do you get into? What are you doing with your life? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to get so deep. Like for fun. It. Like what's, what's your, what's your, what's your unwind? Like everybody's got a guilty pleasure. Everybody's got something that they do. Babe. I've got too many fucking hobbies. As you can tell yeah. by the state of this room, I've got gunpla Gundam builds. I've got a fucking whole gym back there behind me. I've got, you know, video games, you know, anything you can think of. Um, yeah, basically, like what's, what's it's yours? fun to go over to his house. It's really he's got a lot. He's got lots of games, lots of toys. I got I, I got Jello pudding packs uh, that mom lets me have so much fun in my, my room. My wife, my like wife peel, lets like peelable cheese. I got yeah. a mini fridge with gogurt. Fucking I got, cool, man. I could have because I am an adult. I get to have all the gogurt I want. That's that's how I live my entire fucking life. So um, you like you like Tostitos pizza rolls? Sometimes hot, sometimes cold. Let's go. <laughs> okay, it's pretty. Good. Answer the question, Sam. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I I love VR. I have like this current a uh, couple year obsession with virtual reality. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I have a couple setups, and right now I'm 3D printing some parts for like a stock i guess it like holds a controller in place so it's like i'm holding a gun oh, um, so like what what 3d setup would you recommend because i've been wanting to like try it like what's a good starter brick like i've got I, a good pc i uh well the both of us actually just got gifted a, a printer and it's a prusa i3 mach 3 and it's <laughs> really good actually very intuitive like we picked it up in a night uh very easy to figure out as far as modeling, that's a whole different story. But if you're just yeah. taking things off off the internet and downloading, they're pretty them, fire and forget, right? Like you just kind of click and then wait like a twelve hours or whatever, and then... yeah. But you're gonna you, there are definitely a lot of settings that that you can mess around with um, that just make the print like the quality of the print a lot better. Um, 
So that's been really interesting to learn. And also, um, I do like kickboxing. I, I train in Muay Thai, but I haven't trained in quite a while. So. Girl, I just got back into it after an eight-year hiatus. Yeah. That, no, that's, fun and everything hurts so all fun. the time. I'm pretty yeah. sure I broke both pinky toes on both feet like the first week back. <laughs> and you're Wait, you, have, <laughs> you have two pinky toes on each No, foot? <laughs> the one on each foot. That is what, I, you, I, said. I, is what you said, you weirdo. <laughs> I turn, I turn Wait, my knee over too much when I kick. You got weird six toe feet. <laughs> <laughs> It's for extra balance. It's okay. Yeah, right. Why but uh, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's as far as the your your VR shit goes. Like, what's what's the starter setup there? Because uh, that's another thing that like I've I've because I've seen like the Oculus and they run like four hundred bucks. <clears throat> I've seen uh, like is it is it something that's worth it to like get a starter rig and have fun with, or is it something like you're really not going to enjoy it until you spend a whole shitload of money on it? Um, you know, right now Oculus with the the newer Quest that they have is actually a really good starter platform because I think it retails about like 200 and you can still plug it into your PC and run off the PC system if you don't want to run it wireless or you have the ability to like add that on. It does add a little bit extra weight because it's a standalone, so it's it's going to be heavier up here for sure. Um so if you're new to VR, make sure you take breaks, drink water, cool yourself down. Otherwise, um, yeah, you're just gonna give yourself headaches. Don't play airplane games first, where you can do barrel rolls and 360. <laughs> you will get so freaking nauseous, dude. Yeah, don't do that. Are, are you talking about the? Are you talking about the Quest Two? Yep, that's what Quest I have. Two. Okay. Yep. I like super hot. I play super hot a lot. Super hot still, dude. I wish they would. Yeah. They need to add more levels. That game is phenomenal. Have you Have you guys played uh, Boneworks at all? That's amazing. I love what yeah. they did with that. That's Bone on the Wars corridor, right? Yeah. Is that the corridor. medieval yeah. one that I always see people playing? Which yeah. one's that? No, 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 no. Bone that's not that's uh I can't remember what that is. Um that's like Gorn or something like that. Um well no, because Bone, Bone has a medieval section in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. played Bone yeah. Wars with a full setup where you could like yeah. run in place and stuff. Yeah, and I got is, dude, okay, I got yeah, that's I got I super, super sick playing that. Because like you go the first time you go to jump off an edge. Oh yeah, dude! It's like you vomit like inside your body. <laughs> it's super weird. Like I played, I started playing the Oculus um, with uh, the Star Wars Rogue Squadron um, game. No squadrons, that's what it was. Where it was like the full flight. It was like full flight simulator, and I had the joysticks and the throttle oh, and everything. Yeah. So I'm like, fucking dude! It's so much fun. So much fun. Well, because we're I always like talking about like games that we want to play together, and we can never find any fucking thing that all of us want to play. Well, I think you guys are actually like. Um, there's this game. Uh, what the frick is it called? Good catch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks you. for not swearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, was, I said it slow. You're a um, real professional. Yeah, we really fucking appreciate it. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a it's Pavlov VR. And it's very like Milsim esque. Uh, they actually they have like tournaments of it, so you could do like five v five teams, um, and they could put you in like a little town or like a very CQB environment, like shipping containers, uh, and you could squat up. You could go against AI, or you could go against other people, and uh, that's just a lot of fun. I think I think I've played it. I think I've played it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Where you actually like you do your reloads and stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty in depth. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I I quite enjoy it. There's um, 
there's a lot of stuff like that. And then, yeah, like there's like fu- like fun beginner beginner games, but Beat Saber. I don't think that's it. Beat Saber's mindless. That's it's that kind of fun. Yeah, it's Guitar Hero for VR. Yeah, except mm-hmm. I was way better at Guitar Hero. <laughs> and I also don't break my knuckles on my countertop when I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Dude, I've sm- I've smashed my granite countertop like so many times getting too close to it. It's like the only open space and I draw my little square, but I can just throw my arm outside the square. Freaking yeah. hurts. If you don't mind turning into a popsicle, <laughs> kinda, you could do it outside. Kind of a moron. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. So all your neighbors can would do. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just out here like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. dude, I've been recorded playing super hot and I'm like squatted down in weird positions, like trying to shoot over my head. No, just looking like a not moron. What did you do in that? No, there, there's not. <laughs> it needs to be. There will be. Because no, what, what, what I what I want in VR is what I've been super hooked on like the last two weeks. That should be an uh, ASAP intro. Is Monster Hunter Rise. I've been playing the shit out of that fucking game because <laughs> I I put like 800 hours into World. And I was like, all right, fucking done with this goddamn game. I've done everything. Iceborne came out. I beat everything. Like the I have whacked all the monsters in the face. I've made all the hats out of them. Um, and then Rise came out and I was like, oh, it's a port for the Switch. This is gonna be lame. And I haven't put it down, but I really want because I'm a hammer main in that game. If you've played it, you know what that means. But I really just want a VR of getting a giant ass fucking hammer and just beating a Rathalos just yeah. just right in the fucking dome i think that would be super fun i want to see that game in vr so bad and i know people are trying to like work on ways to make that happen so vr seems like a really neat like space to do shit in um but we have surprisingly actually run way over our normal time we try to keep this shit to an hour because we're just not that fucking interesting so before we get out of here do you guys have anything new sam did you have anything you wanted to ask us i know that's fucking way late in the series for this but um no (laughs) we're not we're not interesting there's nothing there anyway no i mean really what i what i would love to talk about is like um like what other ops you guys are going to because i do want to like link up on that and have a good time be less uh anti-social this time (laughs) there you go well we're Corey and I are going to Southern Front and then the Milsom West Assault on Salsk or mm, Attack at Salsk or whatever in Oklahoma. Um, and then maybe Iron Horse. I think Iron Horse is probably going to be the next one that like everybody's at. <laughs> I, that, uh, so when far, is that going to be again? April 19th or something like that. It's, oh, it's a, that's a weird one for me because we got to figure out a because like we got to fly to that one, dude. There's no way a renting a car is going to be like a thousand dollars for the for a couple of days right now and b it's like a 16 hour fucking drive i made it i made that drive the first I time i went to iron horse i won't be able to sucked. make that one i'm not going punk doesn't play airsoft anymore no actually so <laughs> i'm planning on going to the milson west insurgency Dude, I game go. I in go. victorville uh california like first weekend in april right for it's the first weekend of april bro i i'm going to like i i love the the desert fox event i love the fact that it's going to be a wasteland themed i'm all about it however those are really fun however i have not been to an insurgency event yet and i i've been talking about wanting to go so i'm going to it i was like sorry dfe he he, Josh has given us the option if ASAP wanted to go of being like a pirate radio station for an insurgency event. Damn, Let's, that's cool. <laughs> dude, I'm like, 
I think that would be fucking. <laughs> I think that would have been a lot more fun back when I was still drinking, but I think it'll still be a good fucking time. <laughs> Listen, if even if you guys like cannot physically come out and make it, like, then that's what I'll do. We, I can, we can get some other people to kind of like come in, or you know what I mean. We just like, check in with you like a correspondent in the field, like I'm now to punk. <laughs> news from the front it just like shitty transition and there's you're just like in one of the russian nightclubs like ridiculous like, shit going on the whole episode <laughs> it's going great guys <laughs> we'll get we'll get to one eventually we need to but i think and then there's there's an event that's going to be in colorado don't know when don't know or can't say when can't say who's doing it but we're going to go i'm going to that for sure um and then there's there's a there's so many I'm like I said again North Texas like Oklahoma area we've got a shitload of events all the time D Day's always got events eight seven eight's gonna have their DFE game again that I'm sure Corey will come down for yeah um, we we got to continue the streak of beating the shit out of whatever team is opposing us yeah dude we showed up we showed up and beat old boy on his home field Where's, uh, when's it when's the next dfe event happening down in texas because i might actually come down for that it's it was super that. fun um <sighs> shit here let me look it up real quick fun fact whenever i was there i laid down in a uh right on top of like the entrance to a hill of fire ants oh that's so thousands of them thousands of them see what his, if he has a schedule on here um there's a oh man they have not Jet, what is up with this website? It's the beginning of the year, man. <laughs> Deep breath. It'll be okay. So the next one they have, they haven't announced any others. The next one is Wasteland. That's the one at Victorville. That's in March. Um, I think it's in May. If I'm not mistaken, last time, last year it was in May. Uh, ben um, Arnie asked if Overwatch is doing anything. I know they'll probably do their Avalon game. I mean, that's... That's all they've really that's done. That's their deal. Um, the last couple The years. hospital, as far as I know, is they're not, they'll never it's do gone. that one again because that's gone. Um, and I don't, I don't know where else they, they fire marshal, uh, put the kibosh and there ever being anything there. Didn't we have have a group of guys on here who were saying that that hospital was the next big thing, a different hospital. Oh, okay. There's a different hospital. There's there's apparently a shitload of creepy abandoned veteran hospitals. And that that hospital was awesome though. It was a great game. That was a fun game. It was also really great location to shoot a movie. Mm, yeah, no one will ever know. Glad we snuck that in. <laughs> yeah, we really flew under. So we both movies flew so under the radar. One for getting that AO to shoot siege, and two being able to use blank fire rounds in Utah before that whole fucking shit got shut down. <laughs> yeah. So we've we're, we're two for two on being a super lucky fucks. Um, but yeah. So with that being said, I think it's about time to sign this motherfucker off. I am congratulations congratulations to you guys who made it this far you guys did real good you did you did a great job and um you know treat yourself to something nice drink some water you you made it this far so sam thanks for coming on yeah thank you guys thanks for having a legit setup and not uh interviewing on your cell phone it was great doing my best doing my best (laughs) (laughs) girl's actually working with some talent here all right just as a little bonus treat i'm gonna send him out with this my whole goddamn life Even my mama couldn't tell me why We